So I can say that sci-fi horror is my favorite genre of movies. Um, it also works very well in video games like uh, Dead Space and Resident Evil. Uh, and I feel like I've watched all, if not most of all, the best uh, sci-fi horror of um, that exists today, from the 80s, 90s, and up to the present. Uh, so it's unusual for me to watch movies that I've never watched before from that era. I've watched uh, movies like Alien or The Thing or They Live, um, you know, countless, countless times, but I haven't really gone back and dabbled with uh, uh, sci-fi horror uh, movies I haven't seen from that, that time period. So uh, last night and tonight I watched two movies that are very similar um, tone-wise. Uh, the poster for each movie it like almost is identical. They both feature uh, monsters that you can say are more or less not even in the movie um, paired with a uh, skinnily clad woman in distress. Uh, both so these movies are uh, Galaxy of Terror and uh, Forbidden World. Uh, so like I said, very similar sort of uh, themes and tones um, and overall looks of the movie. Uh, so I'll start with Forbidden World because I just finished it. Um, oh my god, I'm I'm so glad that. Uh, this genre has had, you know, this is not where I started. I'm glad I, I watched this, you know, after I've gotten some reference as to what the genre is supposed to be. Uh, the overall uh, plot is this some military-like guy is dispatched to this world where this uh, lab experiment has gone awry. Uh, and so he's gone there to sort of contain or control the situation. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why they sent him down there because it doesn't even really seem like they want him there. Um, so of course, you know, there's initially this thing is contained and they're you know observing it and then it escapes and it grows bigger and it starts attacking people. Um, so that's the overall gist. Uh, but the movie overall, it's uh, essentially just overall like over over the top violence paired with just excessive nudity um i mean if that's what they were going for they definitely you know they definitely shot that direction and that's basically what the entire movie is i mean the characters are forgettable the the plot is you know more or less non-existent um people are basically tuning in to just see people die and see the girls get naked I guess um but what like a few just odd things is there is the there's a robot in the movie um sort of like a sort of like a C-3PO um or like uh Lost in Space sort of like protector robot and this could have been like an interesting character to have but for some reason they gave him like a little boy a little girl's voice and so whenever he talks it's like oh my god, just, just don't talk, just please don't talk, because it just, whatever, the like, whatever's going on in the scene just completely is distracting by just this voice. Um, another odd choice they made was in the very beginning of the movie, uh, like in the first, like, few minutes, or first minute, uh, the main character is asleep, and they, they like, flash images 
of the entire movie, um, like, what goes on. But the images they pick are just sort of like, okay, I, it's kind of an odd choice. Is you're going to show the entire movie? I mean, you can say, like, the Mission Impossible movies uh, do this too. I mean, they're famous for kind of showing the events of the movie before it happens. Um, I'm not really a fan of that, but Mission Impossible does it in a way where it's like, okay, well, there's so much going on, there's so much action that by the time you actually see the scenes that you were shown in the beginning, you've kind of almost forgotten about them, and you're still surprised, and it's still entertaining, and there's so many cool stunts, and blah, 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 whatnot. Um, but then, at the very end of the movie, they flash the same scenes over again, they recap the movie a second time. So you'll watch the movie, but then you'll see the entire movie on fast forward twice. So by the time this ends, you'll actually have watched this movie three times. Um, very strange. Uh, the effects wise, there's actually some, you know, pretty good effects of, uh, uh people like decomposing and, uh, certain other things like that's, you know, pretty good, but there's some very, like, I was laughing, like, a very laughable dialogue, um, like, there's a scene where a girl, or this, uh, lady sees, uh, someone die, and then, I mean, she spends most of the movie screaming anyway, but she sees this guy die, and then when she's asked, like, did you see what happened, she kind of just goes, yeah, I saw it, like, okay, well, you know, nice, (laughs) nice response um uh but there's also a scene where um two characters are getting intimate and there's sort of this like very odd choice of music playing in the background and you're thinking okay well that's you know just that's just the choice of music but then there's one guy sort of playing with a I don't know what how to describe it but it's kind of like a some kind of toy that lights up and it's making a sound and so then that's kind of incorporating the music and then you hear some sort of like I want to say like kind of like an electronic clarinet sound and you're thinking okay that's you know part of the music choice but then it's showing a guy in his room actually playing the instrument while the other music and other sound effects are going on all of the while that these two characters are getting it on um and even when they're even when they're done even when it's over the guy who is spying on them is like searching an area and as he's getting attacked there's still flashes of the two characters getting it on it's like the entire movie it's like how how many times can we show characters not wearing clothes like what's the maximum amount of times we can show this Um, and it's just, like, so blatant how they go about it. Um, but, I mean, it was, (laughs) it was, it was, I mean, I went to this completely cold, um, but geez, that was, uh, that was something else. Um, So on to the second movie, uh, Galaxy of Terror. Unlike um, Forbidden World, 
uh, I actually saw somebody a little while back review and talk about this movie just randomly. I think it was something like, you know, a little lesser known sci-fi movie kind of channel talk. Um, and so he kind of went through and sort of pinpointed the highlights. Uh, and so I was going to this, I kind of already knew what to expect as far as like certain things picked out. Um, like I already knew like how certain characters are going to meet their fate or, you know, the gruesome ways they're going to die. Uh, but just to watch it, you know, from beginning to end, um, without the commentary of somebody else, you know, showing clips, it was still something else. Um, like I think the famous thing from, uh, that's known from this movie is there's a female character who is, um, killed off in sort of a very, um, unsettling way. Um, she is... I'll say disrobed unwillingly and things happen to her uh, it's very difficult to watch and it's just sort of a very strange odd choice but like uh, Forbidden World they kind of had to you know throw in uh, nudity at some point just to get you know to say that it was in the movie uh, but unlike the last movie it's not you know, over and over and over again. It's sort of like a one-time one thing, and then it's, and then it's over. Um, but it's still like, okay, you know, you got that out of the way, and now the rest of the movie can continue. Um, something that I didn't really understand about this one is this crew is sent to rescue these people that, you know, need their help because something has bad has happened or they're you know fighting some kind of creatures off or whatnot but whenever they encounter someone who's been injured or they find a dead body they just sort of incinerate them and blast them right away like like jesus you want to at least check for like a pulse or like maybe do an autopsy or um you know check their body for clues or identification or markings or anything like that no they just see somebody they wipe them up they turn them into ash and then they just kind of go about their business and it's like okay well that's one way to you know dispose of somebody but it's just like as a rescue team you think you'd want to i don't know like keep a record of the people or at least check to see if they're still breathing um so that was just an odd thing to watch uh Robert England, who plays, uh, who's famous for playing Freddy Krueger in all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, is in this. Uh, this is prior to his like big break um, for the first movie, so it's kind of cool to see him in something um, other than uh, playing Freddy Krueger and before he played him. So it's cool to see him in this. Um, So just to wrap this up, um, I mean, both of these movies, uh, either one would be, you know, really fun, interesting to get a group of people together, especially like late at night, um, maybe after like a few drinks and see people's reactions to either one or both of these. Um, cause I doubt that many people have heard or seen these. Uh, so watch them as a group to get people's reactions about, you know, character choices or 
dialogue or watching these over-the-top deaths or events happen. Um, to me, it would just be interesting to see how people feel about it because just, you know, watching them myself, I was, I was, I spent more time just like laughing at what was going on um, because they both offer, uh, it's not like they're, you know, so awful that they're good, like The Room or um, other movies like that. I mean, they still have cool things that they offer uh, and there's definitely some like very well done effects and um, themes and, you know, both plots are interesting of themselves. Um, but just the, the whole things are, um, they're just something else to, to experience. Cause it's like, I can't believe I went this long without, without seeing these, you know, <laughs> like how did I, how did I not know about these? How is it not talked about more? And um, it makes me think like how many more movies like this exist that were made uh, during this time period in this genre or even, you know, maybe not in this genre um, because it's just, it's like hard to put into words as to like, you know, what you're watching because I like finding sort of, you know, um, you know, lesser known movies and then, you know, showing them to people because I feel like people watch the same, you know, three movies thousand times each year for the rest of their lives and rarely you know search for the the rare picks um but when you see something like this and it's like wow i gotta tell somebody about it or i gotta you know show somebody this um uh not necessarily because it's like a flawless perfect movie but just because it's something that i and i don't think other people have seen before um as far as like how it, it develops so I recommend that like if next, you know, time you're, you know, with a group of people and it's, there's nothing else on, you know, pull up, you know, HBO or pull up Amazon Prime or, and either search for these or search for something that no one's seen before and see if you can find, you know, the hidden gem. Um, and, you know, I'll continue to, you know, do my best to like find these movies I might find um Galaxy of Terror I was you know on YouTube and you know heard some y'all talk about it but just you know even even that like there was uh there was actually one movie like the similar to how I found this one uh called uh Society and I guess that's it's also a sci-fi horror, but it's also like a sci-fi horror comedy. It's like a very odd mix of of categories. And like just to briefly talk about that movie, I saw the the ending, and it was on uh, it was on the Chive app, and they were talking about like like ten or something like memorable scenes you've seen in like 10 things you can't forget in movies or something like that like 10 unforgettable moments and they showed the ending scene of society and once I saw that I'm like 
okay, I've got to, I've got to see like how the beginning of the movie leads up to this. And the movie is actually, you know, it's since it's like a weird comedy horror, like it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's pretty well made. Um, and again, like I had never heard of it up until then. And there's just so many things, so many movies that I haven't seen that that are so unique and I feel like I've watched everything that's worth watching from that from those time periods but I mean clearly I'm wrong because you know there's more and more stuff that I see seem to come across or I seem to find other people talk about and so to go back and to watch these older movies um, from the time period that I love um, like the 80s and 90s like it's just really cool to go back and see those but anyway it's gone on long enough um go watch galaxy of terror or uh forbidden world you'll definitely be entertained um they're definitely unique movies um and i hope to find uh ones similar to them because uh you know there, there's so many movies nowadays that are made that are the same thing as I repeat and recycle and they're so unoriginal that it's nice to be able to go back and see original movies and you know maybe they're not perfect but they're there's something different and that's you know sometimes that's what counts 